Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Broncos podcast for our Lomas Lee Jean. Yeah, yeah. Samuel Arthur Friday. And Gordon, what's your middle name, Gordon? James. Gordon James. James. Oh, we've had another James on here before. James. Not uh, Seguiaro, but middle name James. Uh, did we get James Roberts on before he left? No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, no, he's out. He's 85,000, my friend. Uh, How are you, brother? Good, really good. Good, yeah. And uh, young... Little William. Young little, William. Billy. Little Billy boy. He's Billy the Billy. kid. William. He's pure. Uh, he's no, having he's a little not. up and under. He's not the first child we've had in the accident. No, no, it's the second one. Uh, yeah. It's the third, he's actually. Gerald, and then we had my nephew, Max... <laughs> I've had a food baby in here before. Yeah. I still have one, actually, right now. <laughs> Too much food in my belly. How you been, lad? Good? Really good. Cruising? Yeah. Cruising, mate. Cruising, bro. Busy, well, busy. Thanks for coming in your day off. I know that you're a very, very... You're a busy man. Busy man. You're, busy man? You are, well, yeah. when I say... Well, you can't say babysitting. I'm being a parent today. Yeah, parenting. <laughs> parenting. <laughs> yeah. So you can't babysit when it's your own. You yeah. So you're just parenting today. Parenting today, and I love him. He's a good little boy. Just over six months. Oh, yeah, look at it's good to see uh, both of you've got your bottle. Uh, you, he's, you've got yours. and oh, I'm he's just got warming his. his yeah. So, well, yeah. mum dropped us off and she had to go run some errands. She'll pick us up. So. Yeah. Beautiful. And you boys offered me a beer. It's like in the afternoon. So I thought, yeah. Mate, happy days. What's your day? Also, you can do it. Yeah, this is your weekend. This is your weekend, basically. Yeah. No, it was just the ad we did together. You know? Oh, oh yeah. yeah your did. little maroon beauty. Mm-hmm. Little maroon beauty. Ah. It's not a bad. Yeah. It's not a bad I, I'm going to put it out there. I see that many cockatoos now when I go to Sydney. <laughs> All the time. I'll be driving across the Harbour Bridge and like see a cockatoo fly and almost you. crash on the Harbour Bridge <laughs> driving. That's uh, because you blokes. We released them you down released there. Them, bro. Yeah. It almost worked. Down. It almost worked. Yeah. Just not. Just not to be this year, though. Yeah, not to be no. this year. Now uh, we are here to talk about uh, yourself, Gordon. Um, uh, young Townsville boy. Yeah. Your, your football career started off down at the Dragons, actually, didn't it? Yeah, I was uh, played all my footy for Centrals, a local club up there, and there was Tigers. the Tigers. And Tigers. the reason I played for them is it was just the closest club, and I loved it and um, still proud to get out 10 years. It's the only club I played 10 years for. And then I was in a pool with one of my mates, Zane Aiken, and his dad was the president of the club, and... Um, he got a phone call and it was Rod Reddy rang him up and said, oh, are there any oh, good young it. kids there? And Rod Reddy had played in Townsville in 86, 87, and this was back in 91. So he played there about three or four years before and then um, he went over and played in England at Barrow and then mm. got back to the Dragons and I think he was the reserve grade coach and um, looking for a few young kids, some bush kids, and he rang up. And, and lucky it was my best mate's dad was the president said, oh, you're good and tell us. And, my dad was at the club and my brother had sort of signed with the Broncos, so there's yep. a little bit of pedigree and that's how I got my start. That's it. That, Rod, it's funny you say that, Rod Reddy, because if you know my story, he was at Para. Rod, oh, yeah. Rocket was at Para. So before I come to the Broncos, Rocket um, got me down to Para. So I was at Parramatta first. So that's well, crazy. There you go. Oh, that's crazy. So he was still around, still looking for a... Yeah. Looking for country kids. Yeah. Young indigenous yeah. kids, there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah. That was his, that he was brushed his... me, though. They brushed me. Oh, that's Candy right. Candy crushed me. So. Oh, maybe Candy crushed. Um, <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. You said that uh, your brother Wally was signed here at the Broncos. Yeah. Um, urban myth, maybe it might be a bit of a legend. You can put a bit of GST on the story. Is it true you went up to Wayne Bennett and told yeah. him you signed the wrong brother? Yeah, uh, I think it was, um, it was like a charity. I think Paul White played in the game as well, I think. All the Broncos sort of mixed with police and they went up there to play a game and um, my brother had just signed with the Broncos. Um, oh, Brian Canavan come to our house. I think he's working oh, at the NRL now and he yeah. was being here. He's been around at a lot of clubs and he come to sign him and um, then there was a game on, say it was a couple of months later and Wayne Bennett, they were warming out, 
at the back of the Curly Bells there in, in like Townsville, and I run past Wayne Bennett, and I was about 15 or 16, I reckon, and I said, you wouldn't hey, be Wayne. Cheeky. You wouldn't have been Mate, a I said, hey, kid. Wayne, I said, uh, you just signed my brother. He goes, I said, Wally. He goes, oh, cool. And I said, yeah, but you signed the wrong brother. He just kept on running. Yeah. <laughs> Probably chasing girls or something. Really. <laughs> was that an old sports reserve? Yeah, the yeah. sports reserve, yeah. yeah. Behind the old curly bells there. Yes, I remember. The Ville. That. Yeah, the Ville. The Ville. The yeah. Ville. There's good connections up the Ville. you got good connections, eh? Yeah. Well, you both would. Yeah, well, he was a Townsville. Well, well, Sammy was a Townsville boy, so I used to hear a lot about Sammy, and he was playing for brothers, and then... You know, when he signed for the Broncos, everybody's going, man, the Cowboys shouldn't have lost this kid. Mm. And, you know, it was fantastic. And, you know, rumours that Sam would catch the ball off the kickoff and score tries and Aye. stuff like that. Not rumours. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 they're not rumours. They're true. <laughs> they're all true stories. Yeah. Rumours. Yeah, yeah, they're rumours. Uh, <laughs> chip and chase off the kickoff, uh, whatever. Townsville League, whatever happens, happens. Um, rumours. So down at St. George, mate, um, yep. when did you start there? What year was that? 92. So, 92. Uh, so played in Centrals in 91 and then went down to the preseason. And basically, when Rod Reddy got me to St. George, it wasn't, it wasn't a contract. Yeah, I went yeah. down there and trialled, and it was okay. an open trial. Yep. So I thought I was, yeah, like I've Deadly. been asked to go down yep, yep. to trial, but anybody could have trialled. So anybody could have walked off the street. Oh, okay. So like I walked off the street and had a trial. And uh, then I thought I went all right. And they said, oh, mate, do you want to stay around one more week? Mm. And do the invitational trial where all the good kids come. So yeah. then I had to stay around another week and I played, you know, the trial with all the rep kids from the area and yep. all the kids that played Jersey Flegg or Harold Matthews the year before. And then I... You're going to yeah. get your turn, mate. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. yeah, mate, so then I <laughs> trialled on that, which was, which was good. And I played 20 minutes and I thought I didn't play that good. Yep. And they pulled me off and I was a bit worried. And mum goes, how'd you go? I said, mum, they pulled me off after 20 minutes. Um, and only because there was all the other talent scouts there and... They didn't own me at the time. Wow. I thought that I might have went to another club. Oh, so they they actually took you off the field because they didn't want you to be yeah, signed for someone else. else. Yes, because oh. well, because Cronulla was so close and Bulldogs, so they always used to go to all the trials because of you know you didn't make the Dragons or whatever. Yeah, you know, poached. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Early, so, um, uh, and then they offered me a uh, a three thousand dollars scholarship, uh, and the three thousand dollars scholarship was pretty much just accommodation. And I lived with Nathan Brown, Maddie Parsons, oh. uh, Luke Fowles. So, mate, it was a really good, good really, crew. That's yeah, uh, and Scotty crew. Park was another Queenslander, and Paul Sanderson and uh, Scotty Ingram. And it was, re- it was a mate, really good time, actually. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a great start to a cr- yeah. career. Yeah. So you, well, Nathan Brown had hair then, and he was quite popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you only you were there for three years, four years, four years, four, four, four years. years, fifty-four games, I think. Yeah. For the Dragons, uh, and I loved it. But that's when Super League broke. So Super League. Uh, so ninety two, um, I, I started in under nineteen. <laughs> started under nineteens, played. Uh, it was a seven. It was a seven week competition. Then yeah. I broke my thumb. Yeah. So and we got beaten. Joey was playing for Newcastle and uh, and, West and all that. Mate, you got to go outside. <laughs> and then uh, end up playing under twenty ones. Played a couple of games reserve grade and first grade all yep. in the first year. So I was really lucky. Um, and then they offered me a contract, and then um, I signed a two year deal. And it was really cool. And I thought, well, I'd made it, you know, yeah. then. Uh, I signed for $9,000. I was like, I was balling back then, bro. Killing that's, 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 <laughs> I was killing, mate. I was working on the Hurstville Council, earning about 300 bucks a week. Bro, yeah. that's balling nine oh. grand now. I'm still balling. If i got nine grand now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. loving life. You would say, yeah. That was two years. Uh, 96, was that the year that you signed oh, yeah. out? Yeah, and then, and then Super League broke. Yeah. You know, then I – and basically – 
you know, without boring people, when Super League, when you when you signed Super League, you could sign for any club you want. It wasn't they come and pick you, and then okay. I thought, here's my chance to come home and play for the Broncos because I knew yeah. that I would have never have got here any other way. You know, that Dorney coming through, Tony Carroll, they had all these great young guys and Webby and Petro. And I said, I want to play for Brisbane in Super League. I actually sat there for about a month um, because I was in ball because then Cronulla coming off yep. and then Bulldogs yeah. and then the Cowboys come in and it was all more money, mm. even Perth. and um, Perth? But, yeah, because Perth had a side in and Adelaide so like and um, the Dogs, but I just wanted to come home and play for Brisbane. So I just you know, bit down on a mouth guard and said, well, I signed Super League knowing that I could go back and play. Yeah, in yeah. Queen. And then that was pretty much why I signed. Yep. Yeah. Is that truth of the story? I don't know if there's... I heard I'm hearing whispers that back then, boys would line up to sign their contracts and yeah, and walk we, in and. Well, I went know. to sign ARL. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went into Phillip Street, I think it was in Sydney, and I swear to God, it was like this office, but there was like 40, 40 first grade footballers yeah, and we're just yeah, sitting on the ground, yeah. waiting to go in there. One meeting room there was Bob Fulton, the next room was Phil Gould, and the last room was James Packer. So you walked in, said, "G'day, my name's Gordon Tallis, played for the Dragons." Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. And they'd sign a check, you know. I think it was about a hundred thousand dollars loyalty, yeah. And then whatever you and I think there was a, if you played Origin, it might have been two fifty. Yeah. If you played for Australia, it might have been four hundred. Yep. If you're good first grade, so, so, um, yeah. So everybody sort of, you know, salaries just doubled or tripled, and some even more. But um, yeah. And then we just sat there all day. I didn't even get a meeting. So I went back the next day. And you know the rumours of Newcastle driving the bus down. Yeah, yep. yeah. got the mill. Yeah, so like then, like they're all true, and everybody's got their own story. But I remember sitting there all day um, without getting a meeting. That's how many, and you felt like just a bit of cattle, mate. You're sitting in the. I hall remember Alf telling me. I remember Alf telling me a story saying that he had the group, he had some of the boys there, and he was like, "Look, we're all going to sign for this so much. This is the only. This is all we're going to do because we want to be all in the team." And all the boys like, yep, so they all gone one by one. And then he's gone in last and gone, I want this. <laughs> I want this much. Yeah. And they've gone, okay, you can have that yeah. much. So he's yeah, walked down and gone, boys, nice boys. Yeah. We're on 100,000 each or whatever. And he's just taken He's on them. five. He's on five. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> but I think the big boys all tipped up near about a million. But like you need yeah. to kick, kick off. So. Oh, so I was on about 145,000 at the Dragons. Yeah. Still, like back then, that's good. Yeah, but it was great money. And then we went from that to fives and sixes yeah. and sevens. And then you and, think yeah. about like day, like these days, like some some of the boys getting well, paid. Well, when I was getting paid that, the, a price in, out of Chapel Hill where I was buying a house and that was 300. Yeah. So oh, you go yeah. buy, buy a house out there, they're a million and the players aren't getting three million a year. Yeah. So... So um, it was really good times, and you know, um, and I suppose that era was pretty golden when it comes to getting paid. Yep. But now it's paved the way for the million dollar contracts yeah. now. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe it went a bit too far because yeah. of the fight. But you know, I think it helped the game in the long run. Like everybody's got a you know the World Series cricket when it worked, and now all yeah. the cricketers play for that much 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 money. I think that you know the Alan Langers, the Laurie Dalys of the yeah. world that sort of thought, well, I'm playing for my country. I'm earning yeah. this, and when I retire, like watching so many footy players going broke, and everybody thinks it's, you know, this big magical carpet ride where everybody gets paid money, but that's the good ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the average NRL career goes for 37, you know, 37 yeah. games, and people yeah. are broke, yeah. you know? 100%. And we're not the greatest school students, so we don't have the education behind us, and that's where no. the game has improved with education. welfare, education, yeah. make it a trade. Yeah, absolutely. You had to go that way, because you can't just, well, yeah, we become this sport where. 
no yeah. one wants to come part of it because you've got the naughty kids, you know, yeah. where the yeah. naughty kids were the ones that sit at the back of the bus, the rugby league kids are. So <laughs> you got yeah. to, it's got to be changed. Um, talk about a bit of... He doesn't want to go there. No, you don't want to <laughs> go in there. There's too much talking. Talk about Big yeah. Cash. You're, you're in the TV business now. Yeah, it's fantastic. Did you, did you ever think you no. would ever, ever be Well, in I had there. a stutter. I mean, listen to me. It sounds like I've had a stroke <laughs> most of the time when I'm talking. It's so, a remix. No, you know what? I, uh, mate, I was proud to have a game, you know, like yeah, one yeah, game. Definitely. And I know it's all cliche, but where I come from, mate, I was proud to play rugby league. And if 100%. I played for Centrals, A grade, and if I would have played for the Townsville side, and maybe the North Queensland Marlins back then, mm. not the Cowboys, that was in the State League, yeah. I would have thought I had the greatest career ever. And, yeah. um, you know, and I thought, well, when I retire, I've sort of got a name. Maybe if I work in grassroots or go around to do yeah. schools or something. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be and then now the you know, 15 years later. Oh, yeah, don't worry about the spirit. Yeah, he's right. That's yeah. all right, cuz. He just, that's all right. <laughs> that's just what he does, bro. Washing machine. producers Luke, he's just spotted the spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, but you've come a long way to obviously be where you are now. You've got a great, yeah. you've got a great career where you're going. Yeah, and it's strange. So when you get into TV, everybody thinks, oh, yeah, it's good, and they teach you. Well, you just get there. And, and Sam, you know, no going. feedback. Yeah. No. So I've gone from having you jump Wayne Bennett. Saying, hey, yeah. Myself, I've gone from having Wayne Bennett going, hey, this. Do this yeah. You've got Craig Bellamy down your throat, or Kevy, or yeah, Gary yeah. Belcher. Then you've got Dan Baker, our weights coach. That <laughs> yeah. You could be doing weights and you're thinking, oh, eight, no. nine, ten, you know, and you're there. And then Dan would look over and goes, you're supposed to be doing 85. Yeah. And I'm doing 75. Yeah. <laughs> or Thorny would be doing 90 or something. I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to do 90. 90. Yeah. I didn't want to take off the thing. Mate, you get in trouble if you did too much, much. weights or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So so I've gone from having a lot of feedback, then you've got the scoreboard, yeah. then you've got the bloke in the paper that's never played giving you a revenue, then you've got the fans either booing you, yeah. to now walking and doing radio and TV. Really? He obviously doesn't like radio. What about that feedback? Get that feedback. So like get no feedback, but... But you know, I'm really happy working at Fox. And the greatest thing about being at Fox, and I've worked at Nine, and all of them is having a job in a game. But yeah. at Fox, because people pay for it, you're allowed to be yourself. Where yeah. sometimes you got to go there and you know. You're really surrounded uh, by rugby league players on Fox as well. Like everyone, it's everyone that is working. Well, everybody's field. played for their country well, pretty exactly, much. So you know, yeah. it's, it's oh no, Mick Innes hasn't. Oh, oh well. Wow. <laughs> I just want to say, oh, that was funny. Hey. see, that was funny though. Everyone's Mickey. won a premiership. Oh, hey, he's no. a subscriber too. No, everybody's won premierships. I think there. Oh, except Which for Honey. Is... <laughs> except for Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, yeah. oh. everybody's a good player except for Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and everybody's the best player in their family. Except for Maddie. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! This oh, is let's keep on going. We could just keep on going. Premiership wins. What years? Did, how many? Which which years? Uh, you? I won three. Yep. So, ninety seven was special because the Super League was the first yep. one, and that's still ours. You know, yeah. um, because the next year, why I say it's ours because the next year we went, we won it again, yep. and Newcastle could have beat us or Manly or one of yeah. those sides, but we went there, and to go back to back, um, and I know it was in two different competitions, but Wayne doesn't normally build you up for like club games, but yeah. I remember going to Newcastle, maybe round thirteen or something, and Wayne goes, "Hey boys." If you want to legitimise your mate, your grand final win, yeah. you got to beat these boys and beat them well. I think we it was a cold, miserable, hard night in Newcastle. Yeah. It's not a nice place, and we end up winning and before. playing really good. Yeah. Been, so, so ninety seven, ninety eight, <laughs> and then ninety nine, Alf and all those guys retired about <laughs> round four or five, and Pearl and Peter Ryan, I think Gigi and all those mate, guys. That's an era gone. Like, that's yeah, crazy. mate, yeah. mate, uh, and they all went sort of overnight, and then all the young kids were coming up, and then we lost the first ten games or. Or like we're coming last, yeah. You know, after ten rounds, and then we were the, probably the worst ever Broncos side. 
And in the same year, then we went on a run and won probably 11 in a row. Yeah. And then we were the best Broncos. Oh, well, like one more than any other Broncos yeah. sides on a trot. Yeah. I think we won nine or something. Nine or ten. And, okay, I'll give it for you. Look, keep, looking, keep looking at the bottle like, yeah. Yeah. give me it. Give me it now. Yeah, That's gutsy, 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 gutsy boy. <laughs> yeah, so, and then... And then in 2000, so then we just made the finals. We were flogged yep. by the Sharks. Then a year after, we went down. And um, in 2000, Kevy was a captain. And, you know, we had that. And I think that was the closest Bronco side. I think I played in better Bronco side. The 98 yeah. was a better side. But yeah. that was the closest side. And we had to be really close. We worked really hard for each other. And, you know, that was a special win because of the amount of players that we'd lost. Yeah. And the young kids that had come up, like Dane Cullow and Harvey Howard just played. Some of the names you're saying. It's yeah. Just like- I mean, from for myself, you've obviously played with a few yeah. of them as well, and you've played with all of them. But it gives me goosebumps to, to hear those names, and you know, you even know that they've even been through this club's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, well, well, that's the reason I wanted to play. I wanted to play because Wally Lewis wore the jersey. That yeah. was it. That like 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 when I grew up, Wally Lewis was like I don't know. It's, it's a bit weird now because I was like a stalker. Yeah, and I see Wally. <laughs> and I saw Wally a couple of weeks ago down in a coffee yeah. shop, and I'm nervous. Like. Mate, look, I'm nervous around him. I'm nervous around Jimmy Barnes because he's used to listen to his music. Brother, come here. <laughs> what do you want? You're not normally like this. Yeah. Uh, the bright lights. As soon as it's bright lights. Look at him, look at him. Yeah. Yeah, so Wally Lewis. He's got that aura, though, eh? He doesn't, he's got yeah. That, yeah. He's got something about him. And then uh, Jimmy Barnes. And I, um, and I met the shark, and the shark made me nervous. And I've met the royals, and I've met all the prime ministers. I've met yeah. a lot of popular people, you know, like real famous people around. But those guys... Um, they were who you idolised as a kid. Yeah. 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 You can yeah, understand so that. Right? Yes, yeah, so that's what yeah. makes it a bit different. Yeah. A lot of people may, may have heard about it, but you, you sat out two years of your career, so... Oh, uh, well, yeah, what, what, one was because of the Super League. Yeah, and one was because you, you broke your neck. neck and that's, yeah. How yeah. was how was that? Yeah, that's. I was a tough. Well, the neck, the neck didn't worry me because it was taken out of my hands. But yeah. sitting, like it was my decision to sit out. So that was a bit. So that was a bit tough. That was your own decision. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You want to talk? Yeah, he wants to have a yarn. Yeah, the mic. That's what he wants. Yeah. So sitting out the year, you know, like and my mates and it was Chalk, Jason Stevens, Nathan Brown, yeah. you know. All, like all my mates, Mark Coyne, David Barnell, like they were like the dragons. And then, you know, when I signed Super League, like I went into the club and they said, oh, we'll go now. So I went to Brisbane. So I did the whole preseason and Super League broke over. So I trained with these guys all year yeah. to play for the Broncos. And then, you know, March, hey, mate, you're not playing. What? You go back to Sydney. And I thought, oh, no. And then Wayne goes, I'll get you a couple of games at Rugby Union. So then I went. What? So like, no, it's true. So I went down to Jeeps. I know too many people know the story. I went down to Jeeps, and Tony Darcy was the coach. And, and Tony Darcy, I think, played for Penrith, but he was a Wallaby front rower. I did not know this. Yeah. So he took me to Ballymore, and I watched uh, the Reds play. Back then, it was like Northern Transvaal yeah, and all yeah. those South African sides, yeah. and it was like the Super Ten or Twelve. So I went there and watched, and I said, I, I think I can play this game, maybe center or something, like just run a hard line, just like run like a back row, like yeah, a wide yeah. run back row, see how I go. Wasn't too keen to get stepped on, but I knew that was going to be part of the case and thinking I'm going to lose my shit here. <laughs> if they stand on me, I'm going to get up and throw them out. Like yeah, mate, uh, mate, so I went down to train and trained a couple of times with Jeeps and then St. George put an injunction on me to, so like I couldn't play any sport. What? Yeah, so like any contact sport or whatever. So... Mate, but that's what tennis. happened, and then uh, oh, we went down. Should, should have played softball. So, uh, yeah, and then after about round six, I really missed. I really missed playing. I was at home one day, and I got emotional. I rang Dad, and Dad said, "Well, mate, 
are you going to be a man on your word or are you going to go back on your word? And, mm. yeah. and I think I brought you up better than go back on your word. So that was it. And that, and that's probably what you wanted because I think if you I went, that, went yeah. away and then yeah. and then now I get a lot of people saying, mate, you're the only bloke that stuck to your guns. And I think that's principles and all that. And that's the way my family was brought up. And that's, and that's what it is. Yeah, tough. 72 tries. <laughs> that's a lot for a for a forward, mate. It's See, people impressive. always bag me, right? That's yeah. impressive. I only yeah. scored forty. I just had this conversation before. We yeah, but on. yeah, but you scored forty, right? Wendell Saylor scored over a hundred. Steve yeah. Renew scored over a hundred. Michael Hancock scored over a hundred. Darren Smith scored over a hundred. Alfie scored over a hundred. There's probably some more that I played with. Probably Lottie. Yeah. So I'm playing with guys that also scored over a hundred, yeah. and then and then I'd be playing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to run this. Get out of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's gone. Because mate, because they wanted to go to the better players. Yeah, so. hard. But mate, that's all what happens, you know. Seventy-two, like I said, that's man, it's impressive to seventy I tries. I, I don't know, I don't know another forward in the game. At Steve Menzies probably a hundred and eighty. Yeah, but he played five hundred and thirty-three games. Yeah, and he played out wider. Like yeah. mate, we played different, but it's it was pretty cool. Like one year, I think I scored fifteen or something in a season. Like second row was back in your day. They weren't as much. No, as... No, we weren't tries. Sure, nah. No, well, mate, because you weren't running the lead line, you weren't running the block plays. We were just bash ups. Yeah, hundred percent. We basically were a funny. Like you, you basically were a funny. I was a. A wide running front row. <laughs> I, I was a weak form of Shane Webke. <laughs> mate, cause, oh, wow. no, no, mate, because they do a tough job. Like, mate, front row was their hit ups totally different, Sam, than, yeah. than a one. Because yeah. I'm running into smaller bodies, I've got a bit more space. Yeah. You know, it's harder to find your. Maybe you know, on like a tackle three or a tackle four. Yeah. Where, yeah. Well, mate, and I wasn't frightened to take the first tackle, but it's still not the one that you want to take, you know? It's still yeah. impressive. Yeah. Anyway, nonetheless, the 72 you. tries yeah. is pretty impressive. Thank you, Gerard. Um, I'm pretty sure you would have passed that in a heartbeat. I was going all right. I was going okay. <laughs> um, Nick, man, I had man. some great footy players around me as well, so it made it a bit easier. Yeah, um, absolutely. Hall, Hall of Fame. How good's that? Yeah, like, it, 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 it what was... What was that feeling like? It was strange. It was sort of like I didn't play for any accolade, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, accolades, and I think no one does. You know, yeah. It's a team sport. Just, yeah, but, but when I got it, I was... Re- I was re- it didn't change at home because... In my speech, I'm going to say, hey, hey Ethan, yeah, yeah. Dad, because he was born, so he was this old. Yeah. You know? He was about this age when I retired. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, hey, Ethan, Dad was a pretty good player, you know. I yeah. said, I'd made the Hall of Fame. He went, okay. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> so, it doesn't change your home life. It doesn't nah, change, it doesn't, yeah, the, yeah. you know, the people's lives. That means so much to you. But but that's probably a good thing, yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah so. He was like, okay, Dad, can you get me Jonathan Thurston's head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dad, Cal and Ponga's boots. Do you know, do you know Cal and Ponga? Does he know you? No, yeah. but it was like, um, yeah, but it was a real surreal moment. And when I got up there and I saw Wally sitting there, was in a mortal, I saw Mel, mm, yeah. and when I was a kid watching those guys, so I'm yeah. like, oh my god! And then yeah, you know there was Eric Growth and you know Andrew Eddinghausen and Bradley Clyde, and there was all these legends standing there, and I just got a bit overwhelmed. But you know that that night for me was about the volunteers, you know, like mate, like the people that marked the line and yeah. the, uh, mate, to make yeah. you who you were, yeah. you need to get to yeah. where you even come in that headspace. You got to go outside. <laughs> hey. Like your father will put you in ten in the bin. <laughs> ten in the bin. Didn't you? You like going in the bin? <laughs> I know you've probably talked about this a lot of time. I actually thought this was going to be easy, and I thought you were going to get. Man, you're good at this. <laughs> you got this. You got this father thing down pat. <laughs> oh, well, it's, well, it's right at drink drink time, uh, yeah. and then later on, it's a bit more food than bed. Yeah. 
I want to ask this question because I've always so, wanted. I've never actually spoken because every time we do speak, it's not even about football. It's just all about everything else. Yeah. How you wrist old um, what's his name now? I've had a blank now. Brett Hodson. Yeah. Yeah. Are you resolved, Brent? I know you've been asked about it a thousand the times. Slingshot but that's how I remember Gordon. Like that's that's me growing up watching footy yeah. as a kid, and I just all and my family went from New South Wales, so I was the only Queenslander in my in my family. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Until I played Origin, they, yeah. they turned, but I was the only one. So I, you could imagine what I was like in the living room watching that. Yeah. How, oh, did, how did it feel? And I know you're probably like, oh, it just it happened in the moment. It was just a tackle back yeah. then because that tackle was in probably not as far, yeah. but that sort of grabbing them, dragging them in, or dragging them out was like a rag was, was was still allowed as long as as long as they didn't the momentum didn't, didn't stop. stop. Yeah. yeah, and then his momentum didn't stop, and then basically he was small and he'd sort of Lottie Lottie got caught in a marker and then yeah. he, he nearly got around me and as I grabbed him he just. He just felt a bit light. Yeah. He, mate, he felt a bit lighter than what it felt. Mate, you were massive. So of course he felt light. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I just picked him and then and he just started swinging around a bit. And I thought, oh, well, I can get him to that line. And yeah. then and as I threw him out, I thought, well, let's go get the scrum and go down and get some points. Yeah. I didn't go, oh, yeah, that was a cool moment. And back then. I suppose you don't. But you back play, then, yeah. we would have got criticised if we looked at ourselves on the big screen. But now. Oh, There's a lot of big like, screen looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like everybody that. fixes their hair. Yeah. Sammy Burgess is a tough guy, but he's always. Looking up, what are you looking at the school? What are you looking up yeah, at himself? No, he probably forgets everything because he's not the, you know, like yeah. he probably forgets. So wingers the look at themselves too. Why? Oh, why do players look at themselves up on the team? Well, you know, no, you know. Uh, to be honest, like I think it's when I first started playing footy. I, I didn't think I'd kept doing it. I think when I first started playing, I was just really like, holy shit, I'm on the big screen. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like a surreal moment, and you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a surreal moment in your life. So just. I don't think I meant to do it. I would just look up there and go, holy heck, I'm on the big screen. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So I don't... Nowadays, I think, you know, boys like to do it. The bloke, you know, the, the fancy ones just like to do it because they just... They yeah, and just make sure that their hair Mate, look how pretty they all look. Like, they, all, they all look like they've been touched and, you know, they just... Yeah, I suppose they're better looking guys, better bodies <laughs> these days. Well, it's just, you, you know what it's like. You, yeah. you finish a game back in the day and you, you go have a beer and you... Not worried about recovery, you know. That's what it was like back then. And to be honest, to be honest, even when I was still playing, that's what what I got taught. Like, yeah. that was, and that was only like seven years ago now. Yeah, it's changed. You know, a lot it's, of... it's changed so much. But I, yeah. I think I enjoyed that part of the yeah. game. It was just going having a beer with the boys and sitting in the sheds and sitting and making sure no one leaves. Lockie was the best at that. Well, that's well, that's the that's the part that I miss the most. Like we'd come off the field and you'd do the hot and cold. Mm. And Badge was, you know, the trainer in my last couple of years. And you just sit in the, sit in the spa and you'd be having a beer and be Webby and the yeah. boys. And then that two beers or three beers is the hard work from Monday that I thought that yeah. you have after a Friday when you knock off work with the blokes that you've worked with. Yeah. And then that that part of the game, I think, should still be there. Because, and I know all these scientists out here, scientists sports scientists. Our game. That's no, mate, well, I tell you, can I just give you a bit of advice? Right? <laughs> Straight down the barrel. <laughs> if you want these blokes to go out there and be men and stand in front of Nelson Asafa Solomona that's six foot seven and mm. hit him as hard as you can yeah. yep. and be a man 100%. and then take on, you know, Bromwich and take on Hargreaves and take on Sam Thayday, take on all these guys. If you want them to go out there Sunday and do that, right, and be a man for 80 minutes, well, let him be a man after the game and make yeah. a choice on having a couple of beers with his mates, sitting yeah. there. And then getting himself right. Because yeah, I think you'd take that away from him. You know what? You'd, you'd probably baby 
like all players probably get baby too much these days. Like you got a schedule. You like you come out of school, right? You basically it's like it's like going from school into school. Teachers tell you what to do. Probably not so much yeah. used to, I don't reckon. <laughs> <laughs> but teachers tell you what to do, and you go, yes, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Yeah. And that's exactly what it like that, is in footy. Yeah. Hold on. That's for your whole life. Yeah. yeah when you true. get married, you get told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. And then, and then when you get in the real workforce, yeah. you get thing. told what to do. This it's is what true. you're doing. So, so we get hidden in this place, and I just think, for one part of it, just let them be men and let them make mistakes. And if they make mistakes, well, just go. Yeah. But don't, yeah, but don't baby them and do all that. Yeah. Agree that other totally stuff agree. and the sports science, it's helped the game I think because of the amount of games people are playing. Mm. But I don't think it's made them mentally tougher and better. Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't think it's made players no. mentally tougher or better. I no. think there's, it's it's made them look better in the recovery part. That's cool. Yeah, but let them be men still. We um we touched on it briefly before about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, we I've got a, we've got a good question. This is a bit of a not an argument, but a, a bit of a discussion that Jarrell and I had before. I'm rattled about it. Like I just don't understand the process. The, pro, uh, the process, not so much. Like I sort of understand it, but an immortal, like. So you're in the Hall of Fame. You're in the Hall of Fame. You need to be in the Hall of Fame to then become an immortal. Of yep. the game. Yes. And we've got how many immortals? Oh, there's 102 now, I think. 100. No, no, that's oh, in the Hall of Fame. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh, we've got nine. I think it was hundred fourth guy yeah. in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we've um, only got nine immortals. Is that correct? Yeah, maybe Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Eighth Andrew Johns. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Nine. Oh no, because there was a few inducted last year. Yeah. So Mel might oh, be the tenth or eleventh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you say God. I should know that. I'd say Mel Meninga was the eleventh. Yeah. Say. Thirteen. 13. 13 Immortals. 13 Immortals, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because there was a few last year. I think Norm, Norm Proven was... They, they added, up, yeah. Because they went back a, few, a while to, yeah. to push them in because they didn't get the chance yeah. to. Is that yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame that we wait so long well, until they get recognised. Yeah. Like, why can't... I think Cameron Smith's going to be one. I think Billy Slater. I think Thurston. I think yeah. Alan Langer should yeah. be one. Why does it have to... Why can't there be a statue now of a great player mm. while they're playing? I, I don't get that. Yeah. yeah, I don't get that. Like we know that they're good. Like I know Cameron Smith. Start building a statue now and put it at Amy Park so he can drive past it when he walks in there to play. I think that's pretty cool too. Yeah, that's that, that seems right to me. I mean, yeah. Like so I've never. Been, I went to St George actually. Um, where is it? Well, not Wollongong. The other the other stadium they play at. There's all the statues at the front. Uh, one of the stadiums at uh, Oakey Jubilee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they've got heaps of they've got statues at the front there. Yeah, right? but don't forget they won eleven in a row, and that's yeah, a and that's, that's a insane. that's a very proud tradition. Yeah. And I didn't know growing up in Townsville, I followed the Brisbane comps. I yeah, followed yeah. Wynnum and Norse and yeah. Redcliffe, but you know to go down there and you had to get a real eleven steep, in a row. Yeah, so I got a steep yeah, <laughs> uh, history. Yeah, a steep lesson in history on how good the Dragons were, who were the legends mm. are, because they'd walk in the club, and then you know, and then I remember walking out at the SEG. And you're walking between Norm Proven and Reg yeah. Gaznier and Johnny Raper and these legends, oh, and it's, and it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's pretty cool. And I never watched them play, but I know my dad did, and yep. I know that my uncles did, and how good they are. And it's probably something that's never going to be that's never going to be replicated yeah. in a professional sport. Yeah. Eleven in a row. I love the best thing about technology. I know we talk just sprayed scientifically, but I've, I've never even heard of some of those. You know, those players I've never watched them, but you get the chance to go on the internet now, and they've you know they upload stuff yeah. and. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty the old cool. Videos and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. old videos are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is which is mad. Yeah. I've made a few scenarios, boys. Who's going to be the next one? I've, I've made a few scenarios. Well, who is who do you reckon is going to be the next one before we go into this? Because these are just random. These are random scenarios. But who, who do you I would pick? Yeah, like like you said. Because when is in the a moment? Next, like when, yeah, you don't want to go back heaps far. You don't want to you know have to let them. In wait. my area, what I've watched, 
Uh, I think Bradley Clyde is the most underrated player that's yeah. ever. I think he was an absolute superstar. He changed yeah. the way he was. Sonny Bill Williams before yep. Sonny Bill. He was a. He'd get back and do tackle two, tackle three, and yeah. you know, play, sorry, play two, play three. He was doing a kick chase. He's an unbelievable player, and yeah. he changed the way forwards. He was just a big athletic forward that they're all in the game now. But when you're the first, there's only one first, and yeah. I thought he was that. Yeah, uh, that guy, and you know, I like at this club. Like I only talk about this club. Yeah, Wally Lewis is the greatest player ever to play at this club, yeah. bar none. Mm-hmm. But the greatest player that's probably won at this club is probably Alan Langer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's won more comps, yeah. him and Kevy Walters. But I think Alf was part yeah. of it. So I don't understand why he's, he's not, not that. There. Like he's never in the fight either. Yeah. You know, and then Lazarus, and then you know, you go back to the era before, and there's all those great like 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 there's so many great players that I play like like Brett Kenny went up against Wally. Like that that was the era that I watched. And the year are coming now. Well, I can't see why Billy Thurston, Lockie yeah. Smith go in. But do I you reckon that's a, that's another question? Do they all go in? You know, do, do they get a chance well, I think, to? I think when in the Hall of Fame, you can only be nominated three times. So, like, if you go up and you don't get and you don't get put in there, which mm-hmm. I think is fair, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think they might put thirty blokes up. It sits, and I think Wayne Bennett's on the panel, and they get all these blokes that are players, like yeah. ex-players, ex-coaches, media guys. They all sit there, broadcasters, and they have a vote yeah. on the thirty guys, and then basically that gets brought down. I think to four, yeah, yep. go in again, um, and then as an immortal, I think it's up every three or four years. Four years, yeah, four four years, years. as a mortal. And I think you may be only go up in that fight three so times. That, that, so you're talking about three these chances. players. You know, we're talking about those players. You're talking about, you know, let's go. We're from this year. Like the kids that are watching right now, that they'll know. Yeah. You know, you got Billy Slater, you got Cameron, yeah, yeah. you got Jonathan Thurston. You probably chuck Cooper Cronk in there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you only get three chances. Yeah. If they're all, if if they're in the, every three of those, one of them misses out. You know. Yeah. You got a GI yeah, tr- as well. Yeah. Tr- yeah. Tr- yeah. Well, you know? yeah. Well, he's once in a generation yeah. player, and then. Yeah. My son's a is a tragic Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, well, he's a member. Ethan and maybe he was born, and I took him to every Broncos game. He's been yeah. in Broncos, Queensland dressing room, but he's fallen in love with the Raiders, and I love that that he's fallen right. in love with yeah. the game. And then we're at State of Origin this year, and Bradley Clyde and Jeff Tuvey were sitting just behind me. I said, "Hey, Ethan, that's Bradley Clyde." He goes, "Was he good?" Right. But that's when my dad used to tell me about players. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Well, who does he play like?" And I'm like. Well, he played like himself, mate. Yeah, you know, I said, doesn't. I said he could do a tough run like Sam. I said yeah. he could hit someone like Sam, but yeah. he could run out wide like a, you know, like a good, you know, centre. Yeah, and then, yeah. but trying to explain the way he played is, it's yeah. sort of hard. He goes, does he play like Tammy Lola? I said, no. Does he play like that? But could he do that? I said, yeah. You know, and yeah, it's really hard to compare like, yeah. eras. And then it was me trying to explain to my sons, and I've watched both of them. You know, like a Tammy Lola and that. They go, hey, hold on, these guys are Hall of Fame players. Well, but the, you know. Should he be an immortal? Well, I, you know, but there's probably better judges than me because mm. I'm biased because I played against him and I yeah. look and sort of when you look up to someone and worship them, yeah. I'm a little bit and and then Gene Miles like yeah. when you go to Gene Miles never gets the recognition, but everybody that's played against him say that he was the, one of the best centers and the yeah. hardest player they yeah. played against. So there's you know so yeah. so like everybody's got an opinion you yeah. know and mine is I think Elf's the greatest Bronco yeah. that I played with, but mm. somebody that played with me might go oh Lockie. Mm. You know, well, because see, of because yeah. of certain moments and moves, and some might say Lazo or whatever. That's yeah. for, that's for me. I've only I only played five years, but you know, for me, I reckon for me, Darren Lockie is because I just 
what he did on the field, you don't see. You know, people never see that. They don't see what he does behind yeah. the scenes and the, the stuff that he has to become and yeah. do to make a team better. Yeah. That's and, why I love Lockie too. And probably because I was with Lockie on his journey yeah, and we were true, sort of going yeah. together, you, I yeah. take, you know... Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't I take as much interest as when yeah, I was yeah. sitting watching Elf yeah. and yeah. I played against Elf. Yeah, yeah. So I played the grand finals against Elf. Yeah, you, yeah. you just can't get him. Yeah. And, and and a short kick and like seriously, like Elf didn't have an Andrew John or Lockie pass. He didn't have a yeah. Darren Lockie kicking game, but he played for his country. He's the most competitive. Competitor. And he's yeah. the smallest guy that I've ever played with mm. and he never missed a tackle. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Well, give us your scenario. Give, I'll give you one scenario. Yep. So this is just a scenario. Imagine that no more immortals. This is it. This is the only time you get put in once. Just say this is it. You can only be put in once. Only get put in once. So how many people are we picking? There's five. There's five. There's five in this. There's crew, five, yeah. and how many go into be immortals? Only one. One. And well, you only get one, one chance. This is right. what I mean. Like, uh. if it was like this, it would be a hard decision. Okay. This is how we thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. But you got Brad Fittler, right? Yeah. You got Darren Lockyer. Yeah. You got Ricky Stewart, Steve Menzies, and you got Shane Webkey. Like, who do you? <laughs> Like They're all you, such different players. I too. understand that. Yeah. I understand that. But you don't. They don't think about that when they put it in. You know, in that context. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's between Lockie and Brad. Yeah, I would say. Hmm. And they've all I, got their own. Yeah. yeah, they've all got their own. And I'd say Lockie because he just did it longer. Yeah, just a bit longer. Yep. Does yeah. that make? Yeah. You mean that that? that well, I'm picking Lockie. You know what I'm picking. I'm picking. Yeah, Lockie. yeah. But I would agree. But with like you. I'd say because he just did it. A bit longer, mm. yeah, than the others. Yeah, okay. okay. Beaver, Beaver did play for a thousand mm. years. Five, he played five hundred. He just never wanted to stop them. Yeah, he didn't want to stop. Like, <laughs> he just didn't want to stop yeah. the big He didn't fella. see looking after kids. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should still be playing. I should be up to seven hundred and forty-two. He's up to a thousand games this week. Just Gordon Tullis, just run out of <laughs> Oh, but Actually, I was running out like, when it's when it's a hundred. Yeah, got yeah. <laughs> oh, my back. Um, yeah. Just thank you so much for sharing everything with lad. Like, honestly, we, we wanted to get you on for a little bit, and yeah. I know everyone's going to enjoy this one. Well, I watch you guys because on social media you pop up and I see you there interview, and I think that's fun. We are fun. We're, we like mm. to call ourselves... Fun, fun. Yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Well, this show's really big in Croatia, actually, when I was there. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. I went to a little island called uh, Coachella just uh, recently. Oh, yeah. Coachella, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Or, or, well, they say oh, Coachella. Oh, they have it playing on the map. Yeah. They actually say Coachella. Oh, Coachella. Yeah. Where uh, Marco Polo was from, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did, they, did you find him? No, but oh, I saw where he lived. Yeah. He had a real little door. Yeah. <laughs> they must have been little back in Did you play days. Marco Polo while you were there? <laughs> Marco Polo. Found you. No, but guess what we didn't find still? What? Dad, if you're out there, oh. I'm still looking for you. Yeah, true. Um, my dad went to get some milk when I was younger and never came back. So yeah. just on the show. Story? Yeah, yeah, true story. Yeah. No, it's not really that true. <laughs> I just, we're looking for him. We do it if you're out there week. every week, which yeah. is if yeah. you're out there, brother. Yeah. Yeah, milk. See, we grew up that poor at home. Mum used to make us eat our cereal with a fork to save the milk for the next kids. So she probably might have thought the same thing. Dad might have went out to get the milk and not yeah. come home. Oh, bro. I like that, I like that as well. Yeah, you, you can do that. I'm going to use it with my kids, actually. <laughs> hey, use a fork. Why? Yeah. Save the milk for the next one. Bro. Um, we'll get you to sign this, bro, for us. Uh, We're going to sell it because me and Sam don't make a lot of money. So. Yeah. So I see Lockies. Yeah. You've, you've probably got There's a few on there. Who's that one? Uh, uh, that's Corey Oates. It's yeah, a big loop. It's like a lot of just, loops. Like, yeah. He's just doing circles. He's random. He's a random guy. So, Well, my theory is, right, if someone walks up to you to ask you for an autograph, it's taken them probably a minute to walk up to you, yeah. to find something in their bag, yeah. or do that, Get the, make sure that they can read it. Yeah, yeah. true. 
True. Well, I'm going to give you a hot dinner. Don't think, look at here. Yeah. Don't look at any of these then. Yeah, oh, no. I know that's Scotty Prince's because I've watched Scotty for a while, but still yeah. can't read it. I know Elf. Yeah. I know Lockie. Yeah. yeah Lockie's is pretty... It's recognisable. It's recognisable. Yeah. And that Darius Boyd. Yeah. Yep. And that's about it. You can, there's another one there that's pretty easy to read. You can actually, it's K-Stags. Yeah. Yeah. Katoni. Yes. Yeah. You can read that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah, you see, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, if, so like, if I'm a kid walking up to him and asking for an autograph, yeah. I can read and go, yeah, who's that? So, I don't know. Because you know you get those posters, and I look at them now and go, who's that? because nah, fellas just go like this. <laughs> Why? Let's go, because they want to get it. Because they're probably doing something. Because they think they're more important than the person that walks oh, up. Well, to. They might. No, I'm asking you yeah. the question. I, I don't do it. I, you can. You can. You can see mine. Just saying. Yes. You can read Sammy. You know, you actually, you know, yeah. you know, you can read Sammy. It's Michael Hancock's. Yes. I print mine because I can't run away. Also, when you hurt your ankle, you couldn't yeah. run. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got. I got one more question for you. Actually, yeah. one person in this team that you could pick to build a team around is the Broncos. We haven't really asked this question, but. If you could pick one, like pick one person in this side that you would go oh. taking them with me, and it just that's, that's oh it. right now, yep. Um, like I've got mine. I'll probably there's a few, but yeah, I'd, if you're you biased. Pick, if you had to pick one, you're biased. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think Payne Hass has the most potential yeah. at this club. Yeah. I, mm. yeah, he's a big guy to be so young to play Origin at the age that he did, yeah. but it takes hard work. But it takes leaderships. Leadership's hard. You know, what yeah. I mean, like I yeah. come here with so many leaders and. What makes a good leader? Well, a leader is someone that people follow, and whether they follow him or not. So I haven't been around the club. Yeah, you know, I come here and have a coffee every now and then. But I like what it, and Pangoy Junior is good. Matt yeah. Gillett's and like an yeah. obvious choice, but he's at the end. Yeah. So that you know that ships ships sail. But I suppose you'd go for the youngest, the biggest, and the most consistent oh, guy. I, th- I think someone with pain, like Payne, when we talk about him, I really think he needs to say much because he, well, he, he leads, leads by, by examples. Yeah, 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 he leads yeah. by examples. Yeah. And you see that at training as well. Like, yeah, I mean. Anyway, Gordy, really appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah. Um, we do a three-way handshake, mate. It's really awkward. It's really awkward, but we just do yeah. it. It's just the way we do it. Thank you. Weird, eh? So I've never watched to the end. I wouldn't have come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. you know, like a three-way handshake. Mm-hmm. Mm. We can do a real handshake <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. Cheers.